You're listening to the New Point Community Church Podcast. For more information about New Point or to get involved, visit newpoint.org slash podcast. The Hebrew writer says it like this. He says, let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. You know what? I don't know a person today who doesn't need that because of isolation, because isolation will lead you and I to depression. And so we need people around us to to help us to, to love better and to do that which is right. He says, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. You know what he's talking about here? Most people think that he's talking about gathering at a building, but he's not. He's talking about let us not give up meeting together in our homes, ecclesia, koinonia, of of where we're loving one another, encouraging one another. You see, what happens is you don't change in rows. You change in circles. And what happens is since, since 300, we have gone to buildings. Constantine made Christianity a command, a law. And what happens is people moved from meeting in houses to meeting in buildings. And the first 300 years of the Christian faith, they met in homes. And that's what the writer of Hebrews is encouraging. He says, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. You see, The Hebrew writer is not writing this uh, to a group of people trying to get them in a building on Sundays. He's speaking of a gathering together, of where you meet in your homes, where it becomes a part of your life. Let me ask you a question. Are you staying isolated? Do you feel lonely? If so, I want you to keep listening because this isn't the first time that God's church has been pushed out of her comfort zone and been asked to do something that was maybe challenging and hard. You see, in the book of Acts, Luke records what happened in their day. And it reads like this, a great wave of persecution sweeping over the church in Jerusalem. And everyone fled to Judea and Samaria. Now, here's the interesting thing about that. There was discomfort. There was persecution that pushed the church to regions that Christ had desired for them to go. But what happened is they got comfortable in where they were. And so God allowed persecution to come. He allowed a crisis to come. He allowed something to to push them out of their comfort zone so that the message would continue to spread and that people would continue to learn of the good news of Jesus Christ. Sometimes we look at persecution or a crisis or discomfort as something to endure. But here's what I believe. God sees it as a door. He sees it as a door. And a door is an opportunity. It's an opportunity And we have an opportunity today, if you and I will become the church, if you and I will embrace ecclesia, if you and I will embrace koinonia, and we will really be what Jesus had in mind when he said, I will build my church. 
You see, we have an open door that we've never had before. And I know that it's easy for you because it's easy for me to view everything through the lens of frustration and aggravation. But I want to encourage you to allow Christ to change your outlook. You see, we have an incredible opportunity. The state of our society right now is, is unbelievable. Mental illness is on the rise. Loneliness, hopelessness, anxiety, anger, suicide, all of that is on the rise. People are desperate. They feel helpless and hopeless. Do you know that, that one in four people who are under the age of 30 have contemplated suicide? One in four. And I believe that God wants you and I, new point, to be the church that we've never been before. Not to be so much concerned about when we're going to gather at one of our campuses, but to be the church in our home. You see, Acts 4 or Acts 8, 4, Luke writes again, now those who have been forced to scatter went around proclaiming the good news of the word. And then he goes on to say this, the church everywhere in Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had a time of peace with the help of the Holy Spirit, and the group became even stronger. The believers, he says, showed that they respected the Lord by the way in which they lived. Did you get that? They showed that they feared the Lord, respected the Lord by the way in which they lived. And because of this group of believers, it grew larger and larger and larger. You see, Jesus said it like this to the disciples. He said, I want you to tarry in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And I want you to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. But you know what? They never did that. They got comfortable. They stayed in Jerusalem until the persecution came. And as we just read, guess what? When the persecution came, it forced them to move out. And they went eventually to Judea and Samaria and to the other parts. And people heard about the good news. And I believe that could be the very thing that God wants you and I to do. You see, Jesus said it like this to the church in Philadelphia. He said, now I know everything you have done. So look, I'm placing before you an open door that no one can shut. What did I say? A door is an opportunity. An opportunity is a favorable time to participate in something that you can accomplish or you could achieve that maybe at another time you couldn't. You see, opportunities come and opportunities go. And what Jesus is saying is, I'm giving you full access to the kingdom and no one can stop you. I'm giving you a door to walk through and to invite other people to walk through and to experience eternal life, to experience forgiveness. You see, our enemy wants us to live in isolation, and it's deadly. It's deadly. And Jesus is saying to you and me, I'm placing before you an open door that no one can shut. Why? Because you're ecclesia. You're the church. You're koinonia. You're a fellowship. And you might say, well, Dwight, what is that open door? What is the open door? Well, Peter challenged his followers 
to this open door, and I want us to look at it. Here's what he says. He says, open your home to others and show hospitality without grumbling about it. The open door is for you and I to open up our homes and to be the church and to invite people to come to our homes. You see, many of you have invited people to one of our campuses, and you've said, I've invited and I've invited and I could never get them to come. But I guarantee you, they'd come to your house, they'd come to your home. And Peter knew that. He said, open your home to others and show hospitality without grumbling about it. He said, don't do it because you have to. Do it because it's my way of helping you reach your family and friends who don't know Jesus. He says, each of you should use whatever gifts you have received from God to serve others. And so he says, open up your homes to others. Show hospitality without grumbling about it. Now, what is biblical hospitality? It's making space for someone you don't have to. That's what hospitality is. It's making space for someone you don't have to. It's, it's opening up your home when you don't have to, but you're doing it for the greater cause because you know that everybody spends forever somewhere and you want them to spend forever with Jesus and with you. And so here's my challenge for us today, and this is what I want you to get, and this is the open door that I believe that God has given you and I here at New Point, and that is this, New Point at Home. New Point at Home. And you say, what is New Point at Home? It's an in-person gathering with other people where you live to participate in New Point services by connecting to God and others through an engaging experience and conversation. Here's what I mean by that. That you would begin to open up your homes. You know, all of our services now are going to be on demand, and you can, you can get them Saturday evening, beginning September the 12th. And we're gonna be talking about issues like loneliness, fear, anxiety, parenting, marriage, all of the issues that your family and friends and coworkers are dealing with, of where they find life very complicated. And what we want you to do is we want you to be able to pick a time and to be able to begin to invite your family and friends and your coworkers and say, hey, would you come over to our house you know, we're going to grill, or maybe we're going to have brunch, or maybe we're going to have a cup of coffee, and I'd love for you to be able to listen to this, this service. I want you to be able to hear this message of hope. And what happens is you and I will then begin to live out what Jesus said 2,000 years ago when he said, I will build my ecclesia, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail. And so I'm asking every single one of you, all you need is a, is a TV, a flat screen, and, and you can do it through YouTube, and we're gonna help you, we're gonna give you the resources to be able to do it. But I'm telling you, if there's people in your life that you want to live forever with, you need to grab hold of this because they're gonna spend forever somewhere. And what you can do is you can text. You can text the word HOME to 330-915-3811.
And what happens is you're going to live out the command that Peter said, and that is open up your home and be hospitable. You see, see what happens is too many Christians want to gather at a building again. And I think Jesus is saying, no, I don't want you to gather at a building again. That's not the most important thing. I want you to be the church. You see, I want you to be hospitable. You see, I don't think that we've lost the gift of hospitality. I think that we've lost the heart for hospitality because hospitality is creating space for other people. It's sacrificing ourselves for the sake of other people. It's it's letting go of our relational comfortability and becoming uncomfortable and making room for other people. You see, God has made room for you and me. He's hospitable to you and me. He's welcomed us into his family. And the question is, will we do that for other people? Will we open up our home and be able to invite other people to come and join us and to be known and to be loved and to be served and to be celebrated and experience Jesus in a very, very personal and deep way? So here's my question for us. What could New Point do today that would astonish our communities that they would be forced to re-examine what we believe and why we believe it? You know what I believe it would be? For you and I to be intentional and to open up our homes and to be able to say, hey, I'd love for you to come and share this experience with me. It'll be 45 minutes to 60 minutes and begin to have spiritual conversation. And so if you're interested, and I trust that you are, I hope hundreds of you will do this, that you'll text the word HOME to 330-915-3811. And I promise you, you know what? God will use you in an incredible, unbelievable way. Your faith will grow. Your, Your experience with God will grow. And you'll see other people come to know Jesus Christ, I promise you. So in light of you opening up your home and begin to practice hospitality, I want to leave you with four habits that I'm asking all of us to embrace because it's in this time that, you know what, we've let go of a lot of habits and we need to come back and we need to reestablish some habits and I want to give them to you. Here's the first one. Establish a routine for watching the weekend experience. It might be Saturday night, it might be Sunday morning, it might be Sunday night, I don't know when it is, but you have to establish a routine for watching the weekend experience. And by the way, I hope that you'll do that with your family, your friends, your coworkers. Secondly, establish a routine for meeting with your group, your small group. Listen, doing life alone is dangerous. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. you will spiral down mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And then the third thing I'm asking you to do is to keep your kids connected. You know, we're going to have resources, and we do have resources for your kids to stay engaged and to learn about a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, here's what I want you to know. Your kids are going to say from time to time, it's boring. Well, sure it is, okay? We have an enemy who wants to distract us. Okay, and, and he's doing everything to cause us not to learn more about Jesus. But you need to make sure that your kids stay connected and engaged. Their spiritual life depends on it. And then the fourth thing is, I'm going to ask you to pray for New Point. 
pray for New Point. Listen, we have an incredible opportunity. You have an incredible opportunity. Right now, we have an opportunity, but opportunities have shelf lives. You see, this, this coronavirus is going to pass. And I want you to have a story. Imagine if you and I would open up our homes and we would have New Point at home and we would begin to have stories. You know what? I opened up my home and my friend, my, my friend Ed got saved. My, 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 my sister Lori came to Christ. And that what happens is your life would be filled with one story after another story because you obeyed God. Now you say, Dwight, that's kind of scary. How do I do that? Well, Zechariah says it like this, and I leave you with this. It's not by might nor by power. You don't have it within you to be able to do it. I know that. I don't either. He says, it's not by might nor by power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. And see, when you and I say, yes, I will. God, I surrender to you. Use me however you want to. Fill me with your spirit. Then what happens is God will fill you with his spirit and you will become ecclesia. You will be his church. You will be koinonia. You will be people who will ooze with love and grace and mercy. And you know what? Your neighborhood, our neighborhood, your world, my world will never be the same. I want you to listen to this song because it says I need the Holy Ghost. What he's saying is, you know what, God, what you're asking me to do, I can't do on my own because it's not by might nor by power, but it's by your spirit. And would you say yes to God? Would you say I will be one who will embrace new point at home and I'll do it not by my might nor by my power, but I will do it through your spirit, God. I promise you, your life will never, never be the same. And the people that you influence and impact will be forever grateful to you. Let's be ecclesia, not a building that we go to. Let's be the church of Jesus Christ. And so we thank you today, Jesus, for who you are. We thank you that you open up doors for us. And we believe that we have an incredible opportunity here in our world of where people are lonely, they're stressed, they're full of anxiety, they're contemplating suicide, they're looking for hope, they're looking for help. And we who know you have the answer. And so God, I pray for all who are listening to me today that we would ask you to fill us with your spirit and that we would be the church and that we would open up our homes and that we would practice hospitality and the people that we live among and live with and work with, their lives will never be the same. And as you did in the book of Acts, we would see people being added to your kingdom on a daily basis. And it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. If you want to talk to someone about a decision you've made or let us know how God's moving through this series, visit newpoint.org slash podcast. Be sure to stay connected with us throughout the week on social media, and don't forget to subscribe through iTunes. Thanks for listening to today's message, and we hope you continue to realize and reach your full potential in Jesus Christ.